0: This is a Capricorn FM podcast.
1: This morning, we are having very important conversations on the hashtag men's conference. If uh, your partner uh, is not listening, then I think you uh, need to find the podcast on our uh, website at CapricornFM.co.za. Make sure that you become part of the conversation. So, uh, mortality and uh Morbidity statistics show that men on average die younger than women and are more prone uh, to uh, many non-gendered illnesses Now social constructs of masculinity have uh, been uh, implicated in men's poorer health Although it is now uh, recognized that masculinity is a complex multifaceted entity Elements in which uh, we uh, prove Health improving, rather. Uh, We are joined now by clinical psychologist, Dr. Uh, Mahasela, who will be talking to us about uh, psychology behind men and uh, how we view and uh, interact with our health issues. Good doctor. Good morning. Good
0: morning, good morning. And to our beautiful listeners on a beautiful Sunday morning.
1: A very, very interesting conversation you and I are about to have. But firstly, right, uh, as a... As a psychologist's point of view, are you seeing an uh, improvement with men seeking psychological help? Are men coming to you and just saying, hey, comrade, what are
0: Well, uh, it, it's a, a question that uh, one would uh, love to say no mm.
1: um,
0: directly to you. That No, uh, no, 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 you and I, my brother, we don't easily go and seek counseling and mm. uh, you know, psychotherapy or generally seek out for health care. And uh, of course, uh, we have reasons why we are saying this because even statistics uh, show that, uh, you know, on average, more women go out to seek counselling compared to uh, their counterparts, men. And of course, there's more depression and anxiety kind of problems diagnosed in women. But on the contrary, with men, there's a high suicide rate and high substance abuse uh, issues. But we know that substance abuse and uh, uh, suicide are indications of poor mental health. So, Mm. what does that say? It means more men actually are suffering in silence but not coming out to consult. That is why then mental health professionals are unable to detect and diagnose these people and then we end up having those statistics. So we are not going to see psychologists when we have problems, my brother.
1: So men are just consulting the bottle stores and everything in between besides that. It's very, very scary. Precisely. On average, men consult less than women uh, between the ages of 16 to 60 years. But, uh, now, not at, uh, at a younger age, and the older we get, we don't. Why is it that uh, when men reach the years of independence, we suddenly don't take care of our, of our health? And uh, can, we, can we attribute this to a toxic ma- masculinity?
0: Well, uh, let's look at it uh, this way in retrospect. Obviously, when we're still uh, young boys, if I'm to put it that way, our health is in the hands of our parents. When you cough, when you have any issue that is health-related, it's our fathers, it's our mothers who would take us to a doctor. And with time as we age, as you rightly said, age of independence, meaning to some extent you've reached what we call age of being. I am a man. Independence is maturity. You've identified yourself. You've defined yourself. You did so. Yeah. So then now that comes with now what we talk about, manliness, what does it mean to be a man? So then when now we talk about what does it mean to be a man, we're not going to talk about I have to be strong, meaning when I am sick, I don't have to show that I'm sick.
1: Mm.
0: I don't have to show emotion. I must be self-reliant or dependent. I must dominate and be competitive. And mm. mm. uh, when it comes to bad matters, I must have uh, you know, sexual virility or that strength. Uh, and, uh, and, of course, I must be entitled to women and any uh, material things of this world. Mm. So at the bottom of our issues as men, it's this masculinity. And when we end up now saying, as is rightly said, could we then say toxic with masculinity is partly responsible for poor mental or poor health-seeking uh, 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 behaviors in men? Then, yes, we are going to say yes, because you are sick, um-po. Mm. You have a mental health problem. You have a physical health problem. But because you want to prove that you are, now you are strong, you can stand pain. you don't go see a doctor. Huh. Is that not toxic to you as a man, that kind of a belief or thinking? Is it not harming you as a man? Very. It's harming you. And that is why then we come on to say toxic masculinity, these values, this craze or this belief system that you and I have been socialized into, raised into, end up becoming a problem for us end up making us to, even when it's not necessary, to want to prove their point, just so that we can be seen as men enough. You see what I mean? Then yes, we can then say, and the research also proves that toxic masculinity are uh, related to poor to health-seeking behavior in us as men.
1: And now, of course, you can... Um as you've so greatly elaborated, with, uh, with women, they are able to show and share their most intimate parts. I mean, I've seen women sharing and saying, hey, I've been injured right here. Come take a look, mm-hmm. my friend, my brother, or my, or my sister. But for us as men, we don't even discuss such issues. How can we build a culture of openness and brotherhood even with our most uh, intimate issues? And is it even beneficially for us
0: to be doing that? <laughs> but look, uh, culturally how we socialize, you know, remember when we talk about uh, mm. it also goes to the sexual organ mm. in terms of size and other things that we cannot mention because we be, you not know, hey, So if you are to reveal yourself to me and I see and i compare and I say, like, no, no, I'm eyes. So then what does that say? It must be emasculation. Then that's why we keep everything private, either mental, physical and otherwise. Hmm. That is why then we continuously suffer. But then, how then do we open up uh, as brothers? It starts with an individual to say, but does this masculinity as socially constructed? That, is it saving to me or is it harming me? Because if I open up or if I challenge this notion of masculinity or toxic masculinity on my own and I come to you and try to talk to you, you are going to feel subject me to the very same uh, uh, you know, system of thinking. You're not going to help. So it requires you and I as men to start interrogating this masculinity hmm. uh, uh, because it's not helpful to us. It's, it's, it's you know, destroying us. It's harming us. Yeah. It's putting us under unnecessary pressure. So th- that's where we can start. For us to reach openness and brotherhood, and yeah. then we can start benefiting. We must challenge this. And it starts with the other person because this is an age-old tradition yeah. that to some people, they see it as nothing but the truth. A man must be strong. A man must not show emotions. A man must be competitive and, and so forth. So mentally, it assimilated this into it's part of who we are. But to, to, to change and challenge, it's really going to be a tough one, but it starts with an individual person. So,
1: so it Basically, in a nutshell, we are saying that you and I need to get to a point where when we are going through fire, whether it be in our relationship, whether it be in our bodies or whether it be in our minds, you are able to have a brotherhood, a a brotherly sort of relationship where you're able to say, hey, my brother, at home there, I'm being I'm being pinched at night. And it takes you to come back again to me and say, my brother, being pinched at Mm -hmm. night is not okay. Being being unable to engage in in uh, in activities as a married man in the bedroom is is is. Mm -hmm is a challenge and I'm, and I'm honest and I speak to you rather than you not being able to speak to anyone else. Because it seems as if men can't speak to men and men can't speak to women. So where do we go? There you go.
0: Great. So then w- w- what you are directly saying there is we as men, we need to start having meaningful conversations. We still need to start having intelligent conversations because most often we have arguments. Mm-hmm. We argue about who's right, who's wrong. We're not having intelligent, meaningful uh, conversations. Whereby, we are then, in, my, my, my friends in sociology uh, always say, they debunk and deconstruct. And what does this mean? Huh. We, 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 we take this ideology of masculinity as socially constructed. Break it into pieces. Look at how it depends on you and I in terms of our health, our relations with our wives and partners, our kids as fathers and so forth. Is this the way in which a normal human being should be relating, functioning, and dealing with health matter? Then if you and I as brothers had this meaningful conversation, we end up saying this is not the way to go then, then what what does it mean? Then let's change the way we are thinking. Then there's nothing wrong with you coming to me and showing your vulnerability to say, hey, my brother, at home in bed I'm struggling. Mm then I sit there with you and say, no, no, I understand it must be affecting uh, your health, it must be affecting uh, your relationship with uh, your wife. What can we do about it, you and I? But we would have had this meaningful conversation whereby, you know, when you approach Mahathir, he is not going to be judgmental because he has weaned himself off the traditional way of looking at what comprises or what constitutes a man. So a man must show vulnerability. A man must go out and, uh, and seek help. A man must cry. A man must show his emotions. A yeah. man must sometimes allow his wife to take care of him when he's not doing well financially. Because, like for instance, allow me to elaborate further on this one. Say, for instance, in a family setting, a yeah. man traditionally who are uh, raised to believe that we are the a, a head of the family, of a the natural provider. Yeah. Then, if he was to lose his employment now, mm. then Means you are no longer a man in your own imagination, in your own thinking, because you've been told that if you're no longer able to provide, you're not a-, 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 a man. Is. You have a wife in the house who is working, who is willing to take care of you. Mm. But because you subscribe to that notion, you're going to now start to try to assert yourself over this woman who is waiting who is who you think is starting to take uh, advantage of you or undermine you or control you. Now mm. you're going to try to exert your other part of masculinity by doing what? Starting to be aggressive. Mm, and uh, mm, access mm. to her, You're destroying your family my brother. Instead of saying, my wife, take care of me, then that's to support me. Come to Mahashala. Let's see how we can deal with some of these issues. Before you realize it, you're back on your foot again.
1: Clinical psychologist, Dr. Mahashala. But I think in all of this that we are saying, we are basically saying ourselves as male, we need to be able to reach out. But we must also have the conversation, the conversation where we say women must also be able to receive. Because the reason why sometimes men don't talk is because we are either overspoken to, you find that mm-hmm. uh, she's speaking over you, or she can't even reach mm-hmm. the point where she understands that you are going through something. It is tough for a man to say, can I please have 100 ren to go to work when yesterday you were told, au au so the conversation really has a few dynamics in which we need to look yeah. into. And Thank you so very much for your time. I really wish we had absolutely more time so we can be able to tap also into our relationships because men are not relating with one another. We are relating with our women and uh, the conversation needs to be expanded so that we can be able to reach also to our women to say, hey, I'm an
0: it's it, a long one and briefly here. It, you know, we can't talk masculinity and not involve our wives or our women. Yeah. Because our women also are socialized to see us as this uh, hunk and uh, hulk and uh, strong iron men. But it's wrong because that all it, all it forces us to behave like while it's costing us uh, so much pain. So we need our women to come into this conversation to help deconstruct this issue of masculinity because it's really hurting a lot of men.
1: Yeah. Men, it is okay to cry. When you are at a funeral, you've lost your spouse, you've lost your partner, you've lost your job. It is okay to cry. Women, please allow us to have the shoulder to be able to cry on because if we don't cry to you, we are crying at bottle stores, we are crying where we should not be crying, and that vulnerability, it becomes absolutely detrimental to us. And Muna... Uh, uh, how can I say this? Much Muna but it does not necessarily mean that we can't be soft and sensitive. That, I think, I get is... Get so
0: rid of important. this hey. uh, metaphors. Boys will be boys. Hey. Men are... All those uh, are nonsense in, hey. in my understanding because it's some of these metaphors that socially continue to make us slaves to this must be...
1: forget Have yourself a wonderful Sunday. I cannot wait until we speak to you again in the near future.